Ooh, okay. Dang. We out here. Just came back from the North Pole. No. Gee. Snowboarding. Snowboarding. Quiche. Greatest snowboarding. Sherman. Amazing. I'm still learning it, but it's all good. Anyways, welcome back to Neptune's Cavern. I'm your host, Victor Eddy. Some call me Yeti, but y'all know that already. I'm with my boy Sherman. Sherman, how you doing? Good, good. That's great, man. Keish, how you doing? I'm alright. So, finally got inside the building. <laughs> We're in a new location, so if it sounds bad, bro, that's not my fault. And I'm just here with, with the guys, man. You might have seen them on a few of the uh, Instagram posts. Balling, looking beautiful, looking handsome. This guy's bad. So, Keish, for the people, because, you know, they've only seen you in the pictures. They've only, you know, gone to, they've only seen your beautiful face. Let them, let them know, what are you about? What's your, what's your program? What, what are you trying to do, bro? Oh, I'm in international economics and finance. Now I want to do shit. <laughs> That's crazy. Sherman, how about you? What, what, what are you in and what, what are you trying to do, bro? Right now, I'm just in business management. Uh, planning to do entrepreneurship next semester. Hopefully, I'll start a business ASAP. Mm. When I get out of uni. What kind of business are you trying to do? seat on that clothing brand but I don't know how that's mmm okay okay hold on uh, tell me about that like okay cuz I remember when I first moved here um, well when we all first moved here um, and remember the day that we did a shoot our very first day that um, it was like orientation cuz you actually paid for that crap um, <laughs> Wait, how much did he pay? Bro. I don't even know, like, 70 bucks? They, like, a random 70, bro. To play spies. I, I only went, like, three days out of the, out of the one week. That was, was daylight robbery. But I did a shoot with them that day, and I got to know him a bit. And, yeah, you talked about your, uh, the clothing brand that you ran with a few of your friends um, way back. So what would you say... Um, like inspired you like like what was what's your journey through that you know like how did it start the uh how'd you start inside of fashion and clothing and so on and how is that like um how's that transpired to like now and the choices you're making now and like things that you're trying to do honestly it's just like it's just like the whole okay like when I growing up at first i wasn't really into like clothing and shit but like um but then slowly i started like I just got into fashion, like, with more clothing, clothing stuff, mm-hmm. and then I just kind of got influenced more by like smaller brands, like brands from like small brands from like New York and stuff. I don't know if you guys know, but like there's a few brands like called there's like Hidden, there's Awake New York, or like brands like in Australia, like small brands like Butter, like all these like small like business brands just kind of influenced me to like 
kind of like the vibe that like, I've been kind of like going for. Mm. Like, just made me myself just want to like just start one kind of myself. Like, you know, and it's like kind of like an interest to do. So yeah, it's my interest. So that's dope. That's dope. And Keish, I actually um, I never got the chance to even talk to you about um what it is that like uh you're like tra- at least what your like dream is you know like have, have you ever heard the the question of like if money wasn't an issue what would you be doing honestly like i really i really like sports mm-hmm. i like watching sports i like traveling i locally want to see the world but like not like in a expensive way mm-hmm. i want to travel and see like different cultures and shit yeah like in like the authentic yeah like if yeah. i'm going to mexico i'm not going to the beaches and shit i'm going to mexico yeah where i'm gonna get shot <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that's loki what i want as for after ryerson probably like i want to move to like bc or something mm. i really like it down there so i got people down there probably just stay in like the finance area to like i'm pre- more sure of like what i want to do mm-hmm. yeah. that's dope that's dope we still got a long way to go yeah like legit only first year so yeah yeah i mean like there's definitely a ton of growing um sure. left for like all of us like even after here you know but no it's interesting to note like traveling and so on what do you think inspired that for you or where do you think that came from i mean like when i was a kid my dad always used to travel for work and business and i used to like geography i used to like read maps generally really and like there was a point where i can name like the capital of like every country in the world or Mm -hmm. something and i also like drawing so i'd like draw the map of countries and shit Mm -hmm. Pretty much like already knowing about countries, I just want to see it for myself. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Nah, I think like for me, it it helps me kind of put pieces together and like um, say if I can actually say like okay, I know these guys, I know what they're trying to do, um, and so on. And how? How do you feel, and this is like to both of you, how do you guys feel that um, school has either helped or, I want to say sabotaged, but I guess like not helped in what it is that you're trying to do or your dreams or your aspirations or your hobbies and so on? Like how's, how has this new environment of university affected that? Oh, awesome. so so far, like, I don't really, because all the stuff right now that I've like been doing, it's like stuff I've been doing in high school. So like, it's like so far like, uni is just like, right now the, sh- the shit I'm learning is just like kind of like, or the shit that I'm probably gonna learn in the future, it's not gonna like, I don't see like a massive like uh, help or anything. But like, mm-hmm. it's just gonna be more like learning the basics of like having like the basics in you so you when you get out there like you kind of know some parts yeah i think like honestly like going out to work and then like experiencing like stuff in the real real world it's more like helpful than like uh, like learning stuff in school mm-hmm. how about you Kish? 
I lived in London, Ontario, right? So being there, like, I I don't think anyone there actually has a dream. Like, everyone's just running around, like, wasting time, mm-hmm. smoking, and, like, just not doing anything with their lives. So being in that environment, I never really had, like, dreams. I was just chilling. Mm-hmm. So when I came here, like, I started to discover myself a bit more, you know? Being downtown and being around like people from everywhere, I'm learning a lot and just experiencing and getting to know what I actually really want. So I feel like that's why people ask me like why I didn't go to Western London. It's because I'm in the same place. I came here because I want to see the world, right? Yeah. And this is like the first step. So I feel like it's really been good for me. I mean, well, yeah, like traveling like. I'm from Hong Kong, like, coming here, like, originally, like, I am, like, kind of, like, from BC as well, but coming to, like, a more, like, a city, like, fast-paced, like, city in Canada, like, Hong Kong's a fast-paced city, and, like, coming here, it's also a fast-paced city, like, it's, it's kind of nice to, like, kind of compare, like, what's going on, like, how things work, either the same or, like, kind of, like, different, because <laughs> you just, like, learn new shit. Yeah, I mean, like, um, I was the same with both of you. I think that was, um, that was a big thing that at least, I don't know about you guys, but I connected with you guys on a big level. Like, uh, Keish, when you told me, uh, earlier inside of the year about, um, just your experience, like, going from London to here, right? Um, in that, like, I don't know, I don't want to put words in your mouth, and maybe you can probably explain it better than me, but um, just, like, that feeling of having to just fit in, so you're being the guys that you're kind of around, right, and to the extent where you don't actually feel like that's who you are, but it's because everyone around you was already like that, that you were like, okay, well, I guess I'm gonna talk this way, or I guess I'm gonna do this thing, and so on, right? Um, and yeah, I, I felt a big connection with that, because... There's definitely, uh, there's definitely, like, your environment definitely, like, changes you, right? And it, um, you feel like you gotta be like everybody, like, there's... Like, fit in. Yeah, you gotta fit in, and there's, there's a way that black people should talk, and there's a way that, um, black people should act, and so on, right? And yeah, until you come here, it's like, oh, okay, I'm allowed to be different, (laughs) right? Um, yeah, I connected really, really big on that. That was a big thing for me. Um, and yeah, Sherman, like you said, like, BC and here, very, very different. And you gotta, you really do need to see the world in order to know more about it. There's no textbook that's gonna tell you that some Toronto streets smell like piss. Like, you just gotta, you just gotta be there. Yeah, yeah. So, Keish, if you don't mind me even asking, um, like, outline a little bit more for us, like, just that, like, shift between the two environments, um, from you being inside of London, uh, to you being here, and at least, like, what were the anxieties, what were the excitements, um, of, like, making that shift and that move? So, yeah, honestly, when I came, I expected, like, more... Toronto people like I expected the same as in London to be honest mm-hmm. like just Toronto man 
like everyone in London tries to be a Toronto man. Yeah. And I, I never really tried to be, but I never really like pushed that away. I was just trying to like like fit in at the end of the day, right? Mm. But like coming here, especially Pitman, where people like Sherman and Jasper yeah. are from like different parts of the world and like completely different from me. It just allowed me to just see certain aspects of them that that I like and say, oh shit. Meeting these people helped me discover myself. As for London, I see my friends and like all they do is smoke and work and not really do anything with their life and I feel like I see the same what's the word? Like same outline for all of them like they all live mm-hmm. the same lives yeah and that's kind of that's kind of sad to be honest yeah but here I see I see so much possibilities for everyone mm-hmm. and I really just encourage anyone like when I'm talking to people in London I'm encouraging them it doesn't matter the cost just leave that city go somewhere new you won't regret it like it'll actually change your life mm-hmm. that's big that's big how about you, Sherman? Um, how was the how was the shit? I mean, you've you've probably, I guess you've been, uh, you've lived in more places than us. You've been in Hong Kong. You've been in BC. Now you're here, and so on, right? Um, what were the shifts like from those different cities? Um, and how did you feel you either had to change yourself, or how did you change as a result of being in those different places? Well, to me, like. I mean, Hong Kong's a pretty, like, internationally, like, diverse city, right? Like, you, you, you see, like, you see, basically, people are, like, they're all different. Like, I guess, like, kids for him, like, in London, everyone's just, like, you know, Toronto man, just, like, one. Hong Kong, like, you see multiple, like, different kind of, like, cultures and different people. So I, I got used to that. So coming here was, like, to me, it wasn't a big change. But, like, people in here, it wasn't a really big change. To me, it was kind of just easy to, like, just be myself around here. Like, I, I didn't really see a big difference from, like, me back then. Or, like, like I'm just coming here. Like, I'm just still myself. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of similar, to be honest. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, the, the difference is, I guess, that's... Toronto is also pretty like diverse, like mm-hmm. compared to like London, Ontario. You know, yeah, like it's still pretty diverse. Like, um, I don't know how to explain. It's just it's it's like it's similar, but at the same time, it's really not. Well, I guess like because Hong Kong is a bit more like British mm-hmm. than like North American. Like, and I was surrounded by like like British people, and like so I guess like. That was kind of different, like views on like different stuff, like kind of different. But other than that, like <clears throat> the way people acted, kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, um, being inside of BC, like there's there's a way people like talking about it in that like Alberta likes to wants to be uh, like BC, and BC wants to be like Ontario. And Ontario wants to be like the U.S., so it's like a weird hierarchy of who 
like who's superior or who's the most Canadian or whatever, right? Um, so definitely inside of BC and growing up watching like um, Toronto artists like 4YE and so on, right? Um, yeah, there was a big, like at least for the black people around me, there was a big, um, what's the word, pressure, not pressure, but like there, everyone felt a need to be like, like you said, a Toronto man, but like none of us actually really understood what that was. So you see guys in like big jackets and black air forces and talk, trying their best to talk a certain way, right? And I guess, yeah, like just coming here and seeing that and seeing how that doesn't actually really fit with my personality. And that doesn't really fit with who I am as a person, as an artist and all these different things. Um, I don't think I changed much from who I was in BC, but I, w I would say that I, I changed in that um, I didn't feel the need to be a certain, like have this certain persona. Like I'm a little more attuned with uh, what my talents are and what my interests are and so on. And I don't feel like a guilt of not being that thing that I think a black man or um, a Toronto resident should look like, right? So, no, I think that's, I think that's <clears throat> super interesting from both of you guys. That's dope. So how'd you guys get started in basketball, bro? Well, like, just like, yeah, sport? Yeah, just, I mean, how, was was basketball you guys' first sport? No, no, no. I, I started playing, like, uh, soccer first. And I played that for, like, a few years. And then I got bored of it. Just, like, kicking the ball around. So I was just, like, one day I was in the <laughs> playground. I was in the playground just by myself. I was just like throwing the ball into the basket. I was like, hey, this is pretty fun. <laughs> I will start playing that. And then I got my friends into it. And then like, since then I was like, yeah, basketball is kind of like, and I made my shots. Like back then I was like, mm -hmm. yo, I just started this sport. I'm like, I'm, I'm making my shots. So I was yeah. just like, damn, like, I'm just going to probably like pursue this sport more. Mm -hmm. I think like meanwhile, like I, I've still done like, I played rugby, I played field hockey. Swimming, badminton, like I've like I've done like a lot, but basketball was just like to me was a go-to, and then yeah, you know, since then I think I was like grade three, four, something like that, and then I started like playing like <clears throat> more competitive, and until well, now I'm still like still playing that. So how about you, Kish? I used to like play soccer. Soccer was like so both you guys. <laughs> so soccer was actually my life back then. I was also a track star, like, I, mm. I'd always get silvered. Yeah. And... What was, your, what was your event? For track, just 100 meters. 100 meter. I mean... Yeah, then... I came here... I went to London, and that's when I started playing basketball. Mm -hmm. And I was just surrounded by people who played basketball. I, I didn't know what was happening. Yeah. But after, like, the Raptors finals, I was in Toronto for that. I saw, like became interested in the sport mm -hmm. so i started playing and i was on the school team like for a few weeks before like covid came and mm. canceled. so like i never really played basketball like that yeah but during covid like after lockdowns were over 
I start to like play and get a little bit better. And that's pretty much it. I've barely been playing like okay. two years. So you're like still fairly new. Yeah. Pretty, oh, okay, pretty much. Okay. Still, yeah. Okay. No. I mean, I mean, y'all have already seen them, seen pictures of them balling out on the court. Sherman, Sherman, you're like you're surprised, not surprisingly. You're very good at this, but like, what would you say? Where, where do you where would you say all your your talent comes from? Yeah, honestly, I'm like so bad at like, like I, I can still kind of play, but like after like COVID started, like I haven't been playing that much. Mm-hmm. People's prime time is like probably like the like, you know like the twenties or whatever. I think my prime time is already. <laughs> My prime time was probably when I was like seventeen. Like back then, <clears throat> I just trained like a lot, like almost like every day, and then every weekend I traveled to like China, um, for basketball games, and then go back during the weekdays. Like I have like school, like basketball games as well. So it was kind of just like I don't know. It was like well, I don't know. It was like talent, but like it's just kind of just training, like all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, my, 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 like, my parents, like, are also, like, oh, my mom, like, she used to play basketball. Really? Yeah, so, she was pretty, she was also, like, kind of like a shooter back then. Yeah. So, I think it's kind of, like, stuff I got from her, but, like, now, I, I don't know, like, I, I can't, I can barely, like, run that one. <laughs> I'm so lazy on defense. The shooting is so rusty. Like, yeah. I can't finish. I mean, it's all, it's all mainly from training, like, back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang. How about you? You're pretty good. Bro, I'm... <clears throat> I mean, for me, um, it started, holy, it started, like, what I say, like, grade two, some, like, super early, because my brother played a lot. And then we got an Xbox 360, and the first game we got was 2K12. And I was like, oh, shit, this is fun to play, like, with a controller. It must be fun to play in real life. So I, <laughs> I started playing. Um, I mean, I was never, like, the biggest shooter. I, I've always been, not always, I've been, like, an athletic kid, so I can, I have, like, a good amount of stamina. I can run, I can... I mean, I'm also very competitive, so, like, I could try hard and so on, right? So, yeah, high school, middle school, like, my thing, before everybody, like, had height differences and stuff, I could shoot, I could lay up and so on, right? Once the height differences started coming in, like, people are specializing and stuff, I didn't really, like, I wasn't the best shooter, and I wasn't the best at finishing. So, defense is one of those things that, like, is the best for tryhards, because... It's like I mean, you're you're crazy on that. So. I mean, I appreciate that, bro. But I mean, that was kind of my thing. It was only uh during COVID that I watched the Last Dance, and I was watching like Mike just like shooting stuff. And then I started watching a bunch of shooting videos, getting that ready for my for the senior year season, and then it was canceled. So I I know how to shoot now for. And it's completely useless. So, now that's kind of... That was my basketball backstory. But, I mean, I definitely could have been better. Um, But, 
at the time, like when I should have been playing basketball, I started my first clothing brand. And then I decided to like put basketball on the sidelines instead of doing both, which I think was a really bad idea. Um, so yeah, like I should be, I should be messing you guys up. I should be on the same level as Jasper Loki, but clothing brand, bro. So, I mean, that's me. That's, I didn't spend enough time with my clothing brand, or my clothing brand. It's kind of, it's kind of just over now. Mm. Would you? I mean, I remember, I remember you were talking to me. It was at the rack when. Uh, we both signed up for the pickup games. You're talking about um, how like your hands have been like itching, you know, like you're trying to be working on something and doing something and stuff. Um, tell me about that. Like, like when, man, how to ask this? It's like, it's like it's more like like itching. Yeah, like I just want, like I have, just feel like I have the need to like. Well, not need, but like something that I just want to like. I just want to do something, you know. Like I yeah, always yeah. just wanted to start a business. Like, I don't know when, but like I just like even though it's like not gonna be anything big or anything, but like, I just want to like have that goal, mm. and I want do want to accomplish like that goal, you know. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be like clothing, but I just really like one day like like my dad, one of the biggest like one. Of, He's a big business guy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I like it's all like just inspired by him. And then my brother's also doing like NFTs and stuff. And like if his NFTs work, it works out by the end of this year. Like, he could be like earning like nine hundred k. Yeah. So like it's all just like kind of like you know, inspired by like my brother, my dad, and I just feel like I want to do something like myself as well. Mm-hmm. That, like even though it's like you know, like it's not that like, that much of a profit but it just feels nice to yeah like, there's like know. something that you can say like i did this I you know did this, yeah yeah exactly so like right now like i'm always just like in my head i'm just like thinking like yeah what should i do like clothing is not easy oh yeah it's <laughs> not easy like it's so competitive. There's so much work that you gotta put in, like mm-hmm. all these stuff that you gotta think about. But I mean, I mean, like your 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 clothing is like, pretty like I appreciate it's that. pretty like successful. Like you worked hard on it, you know. Like like how how do you feel like after like working on this brand? Mm-hmm. You know, it definitely. I'm glad you asked. Actually, that's a good question. Um, it felt good. I mean, like. I I wasn't completely proud of it because I wasn't actually, like, I did a lot of outsourcing, right? Yeah. So I'm not the one actually printing it. And I'm not the one who um, even, like, did the final draft of the design. Like, I put it all together. I put what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And then I got a designer to, like, yo, do all that, bro. He, like, does it. Uh-huh. tries to keep the vision alive and then boom i get it i send it to the screen printers yo screen this many shirts they do that boom i get it back and now i'm going to these shipping guys and i'm like yo ship this out right so yeah. a lot of it is just outsourcing it was a lot of producing and not a lot of me as uh as an artist 
uh, actually like pressing the ink and um, like tailoring the uh, the shirts and so on, right? So that's like one thing. After I finished that drop, the first and nope, the last drop of um, the Yeti archive, I closed it down because I was like, I want to get to a point where I'm like all of this is in-house like i don't need to be the literal person making the design but it's like it should be my brand making the design right yeah it should be my brand screen printing and all that stuff so yeah i decided to close it down i was like next time i do this it's like it's gonna be in-house but yeah after that drop i it did not make money (laughs) i lost a lot of money doing that shipping it out making I sure all my it's so enough yeah. like, it feels good you know like, oh yeah it's just like you're like yeah i did this like you know like you see people like a lot of people in Barcelona, like, like in, who lives in Paris, like i see your hat like yeah like it's like imagine like people telling you like you know like i've seen the hat like all around like yeah it must like feel nice even though like right, right now like earning profit like at this age right like you're not expecting to like earn a bunch of money or like mm-hmm. But if you, now that you get the sense that like how to work on a brand, like once you get out there, like you already have the basics. Yeah. So, like the work, probably like work out for you in the future. So. Yeah, I mean that's that's the goal. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely like seeing not only seeing people wear it, but then uh, like one of my boys back in BC, he was telling me like, Yo, Victor, when's the when's the next drop? Uh, cause he he wears that like the white shirt. Uh, the cherubim shirt to the gym and people are like yo where'd you where'd you get the where'd you get the shirt stuff right so like for me it's not even like oh man i didn't even get enough sales like that's in the back of my mind and it's like it's passed already but like in my mind i'm like like i feel physically happy when like people are like you i was wearing this shirt right i see it on people's stories of them wearing it right yeah. and it's like seeing people not only like doing your craft and being appreciated appreciated for it but then seeing other people also just enjoy the thing that you did in their day-to-day lives um without telling you until a certain point is like dang like you know so yeah i i definitely feel that and um i definitely get where it's like at one point you want to make something that people just talk about people are like like, yeah you heard about i printed like a hundred something sample shirts mm-hmm. it wasn't going like, to go out or anything but it was just like i just wanted to see how it was like the, the sizing and like how like the printing like worked out but then like and then i told my friends like even like just like my parents you know like yeah. them seeing it them saying like i really like it yeah them asking for me like just for even for a sample you know like, mm-hmm. i i was just like he was kind of nice and more of my friends just like, yo, sure, I'm like that looks kind of sick. Like, yeah. can I get one of those? And I was like, I was like, yeah, for sure. You know, it's just a nice feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Just doing stuff with your hands. It's a, yeah. it's a great, great thing. How about you, Kish? Do you ever have that feeling, or at least how does it like differ for you? I don't know. I've not really found something that I'm that passionate about. Mm-hmm. So. Doing a business as much as you want to make money, as you guys have said, you have to enjoy doing it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I haven't found that. Yep. So, not really. Yeah. I mean, and with, because, like, your thing, your 
uh, dream or your interest does make sense in that, like traveling the world and so on. And I think one thing that I get um, annoyed about a little bit with like the inspirational Instagram and all this stuff, they're like, yeah, you know, get gotta get like a giant business and start investing in this, this, and this. And it's like, it almost disrespect, like, cause you really don't know what every everybody's end game is, right? So like to me, inside of my head, it makes sense. It's like, I need, I'm going to go into this industry that pays pretty well. So that at some point I can travel the world and I can um, take it easy, you know, all these different things. To me, it's like, that's, that's valid, right? See the world, you know, eat a taco that's on like, the, just, it's one of those street vendor tacos, not one of those high end ones, right? Yeah. Like it all makes sense to me, right? So it's like, like, it's like, yeah, bro, finance, why not? But how, like, what's your, how has, like, your program been so far, like, for you? I, I feel like I've been doing pretty good so far. Like, mm-hmm. I've never been a school guy in high school. I didn't care at all, so. Yeah. Adjusting and actually caring about school was my goal for fed first year. I'm doing pretty good at that. Mm-hmm. And I'm genuinely interested in my classes. Yeah. So I'm proud of myself for that. I like my program. It's like honestly, if I was in engineering, <laughs> I don't know what I'd be doing to be honest. Yeah, yes, so rough. At the end of the day, like, like you have to enjoy what you're doing. To yeah, extent. And that's that's what I think for for no matter what I'm doing. Yeah. So you're like enjoying the program a lot. Very much. Have you? Because you've had some in-person classes, right? Yeah. Um, all of them. and like do you have you um like do you like the people inside of your program or do you not talk to them a whole lot honestly the people i've met in my program like they don't care about school at all like Mm. all of all of them like like you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah so I, I i don't really talk to the people in my program like that I don't have friends in my program. Well, I do, but we don't talk about school. Yeah. So my program I'm pretty much like on my own boat, and it's it's okay. I mean, but I do wish like business management. You have these people you you go to every class with. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. And there's way more people business management. Oh, yeah, but, but still, like, people, still yeah. like, like, imagine, like, like Jasper, even Jasper has people in his program. Financial mathematics. <laughs> 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 no, that's, dang. But I mean, you've been holding it down, and it helps that you're in residence, so it's like, you're not, like, the pressure to meet people inside of your program, I guess, isn't nearly as high as someone who commutes down and, you know, that's all they know. I mean, res, like, residents really, like, really, like, help us a lot. Yeah, for real. Like, with, like, especially, like, Pittman. I don't know, like, I'll see, but, like, Pittman, like, really, like, 
policy, like, um, at first when I came to Ryerson, I was just like, because before that, like, I didn't know what Ryerson was until, mm. like, I walked past it, like, first time I came to Toronto, I was like, and I heard it's more, it's kind of like a fashion school, so I was like, okay, like, kind of, like, sparked my interest. So. Yeah. And then, yeah, so I was just like, okay. But when I first got here, like, I didn't meet any, like, I just, like, I met you, of course. Um... You were like one of my first friends, and, but you weren't in Pittman, so I was just yeah. like, I was like, damn, like, I just wish, like, there's just some people in Pittman, like, you know, I was kind of like, I didn't really want to stay in res, and I was always just, like, out all the time, mm-hmm. but then slowly, like, got to know people here, and was, like, super chill, and, like, like, Pittman literally, like, just, I don't know, it just, it's the only thing that's, like, in the friends here, it's just, like, Keeping me up with like staying in Toronto and like staying in Ryerson, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's sick. I mean, for ILC, I mean, it's. I was put on a pretty, um, s- like a a floor that socializes a lot. So, it's been like that. But like, I I've been able to meet a lot of cool people, a lot of um, a lot of diverse people, diverse mindsets different ways of thinking about things i've been able to have a lot of really cool conversations so yeah residents um like for me i i'm a i'm a i'm a social guy so like i mean i knew you guys before i knew the people inside of my floor right so that wasn't really an issue for me but yeah it definitely helps having those people like just in close proximity that you can um talk to you can chop it up with it's definitely good, but I mean, like, yeah, they're great. I mean, those early day ball runs when it was nice and hot outside, those those were good days. So those were those were really nice. Those were, I mean, like, I mean, yeah. Like the first time, like, we went to play, like, like there were like what, like twenty something people. Oh yeah, people, even like people who didn't play ball <laughs> on the side, yeah. just like watching, and then they were just like running down. Like it really was a know, full like, vibe. People was like it was, it was so nice. It wasn't just like a small game, like a pickup, small, small pickup game, but it was just like full on like four teams and like some like, like guys just washing on the side. Like, yeah. You know, it was, it was, about that was fun. It was definitely fun. Yeah. I mean, bro, when it gets hot again, we need to do that again. Cause I miss that park despite all of its <laughs> <laughs> the tension. Remember that one guy who was like screaming at our speaker cause it was because he yeah, thought I was yeah. talking to him. That was, that was, yeah, bro, that, we got to bring those back. Those were fun. Pretty interesting place. So, dang. It's been, I don't even know how long it's been. It's been long enough, bro. You know, the, the Holy Bible says the word is enough for the wise. That's Kish, would you, what's your, what's your final thoughts to the people, man? The people back home. Victor is the dog. I hope he succeeds and achieves his dreams and shit. Same with Sherman. And yeah. Y'all are amazing. Appreciate that. Sherman, what's your what's your wisdom, bro? Just gotta respect just gotta respect Victor, like doing all, all <laughs> things, you know, like clothing, like like man's got something work working on like every day, every week, every month, but like, yeah. I respect you. I appreciate that. I hope like everything goes well for you and like all these podcasts will, you know. 
It's been like a nice talk. Yeah. See, I told you guys you'd like it. Yeah, like, I don't know, when I first, when we first came, like, we thought it was like, you know, it's like all planned out, (laughs) it's all fake, you know, like. It was was just chill. Like, I thought it'd be like all like staged and stuff, but like, you know, it's just all real talk, so like, it's nice. I appreciate that. Alright, man, I mean, you guys heard it here first, bro, I'm amazing, and all those people back home, back in BC, bro, you guys, y'all are, you don't know what you have until it's got I'm playing, but, now it's definitely nice to have you guys on the podcast, I've wanted you guys on the podcast for some time, so, getting that started is definitely nice. Uh, we're definitely doing these in the ILC from now on because I can at least control the air conditioning. Uh, but but hey, nah, I, I had a lot of fun. Keish, what's the what's the song of the day, man? Ax Sherman. Sherman, what's the what's the song of the day, bro? Song of the day. That's yeah. a hard one. It's a hard one. Chill or what? No, let's think of something. That involves our day. Our day? Our day. Our day. Our day. The song that represents how interesting it's I don't know. You guys got anything in mind? Any song, bro. Are you gonna look on Spotify? <laughs> I'll have no more playlists. So. Mm. Or, how about we find some. Something Toronto man would listen to, you know? <laughs> let the BC people, like... Let the BC people, like, you know? When you look at... Inside the Toronto man, please. Toronto man, please. You got anything in mind? Bro, you just need to say a song title, bro. Pressa Attack. You guys don't know the song? Nope. What's it called? Attachments by Presser. I know she. That's the song. Huh? That's the song. Uh, of the day. That's the song. Oh, I mean, that's that's what it's all about. This is annoying as hell, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Frank. Y'all, y'all hear that? That's that's the sound of the boat. Going back to Earth, because, you know, you guys got to go back to Earth, you feel me? Like, you guys can't stay on Neptune. So, she bad, but it's been a minute. It's been nice. It's been nice to have both of you guys here. Gave you the song of the day. We gave you guys the wisdom. I mean, it's nothing I'm going to say. I mean, these guys, these guys, these guys said it all. Make sure you tell someone you love them. Very important. Super important stuff. And... We'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. We're done. These guys are like eyeing, <laughs> eyeing this baseball. I, I got an idea. Like, like you see. How-